this is some decent content. So before we started, before we pressed pressed record, Blake was saying it's been a long time since we did a funny intro, and I was saying I'm in a weird space right now. He was like, you and me both, and for me, I've just been feeling like super detached from reality lately. Like I don't know what's going on, but like I don't feel present. I don't feel present in my body like the last two or three days, and it's wild because. I'm like, tomorrow I'm going to hit my 30 days, my 30 day streak on Headspace as far as meditating. So like I have been like being hella present over the last 30, 30 days, but I feel like over the last three days, well, the goal was to be present over the last 30 days, right? But yeah. I feel like the last three days I haven't been as present and I just been feeling like, I think disassociation is the word that I'm looking for. Yeah. It's like, I'm here and things are good, but I just don't feel, don't feel the it. way, like I don't feel, I don't, I just, I feel numb. Yeah. Like that's like, I think the word that I'm looking for. I feel yeah. numb, which is mainly because I have so many good things going on in my life. I mean, I think that's part of uh, trauma, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I, I have no idea what it's because I feel like being I I've been numb before, and I feel like it's from trauma. Like you just, I don't know. For myself, like I'll be hella numb from shit, and I won't feel shit for like a long time. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like I'm the opposite. Like I I feel like I've been numb for hella long. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't felt shit for like. Damn near since my grandma passed last year. Yeah. I feel like I've been hella numb since then. But then I feel like recently, it's all been coming out. Yeah. Like, and it's just been, like, throwing up. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, throwing up emotions. Yeah. And all these emotions have came back, which is weird. But then it also reminds me, like, oh, shit, yeah, I am human. I don't know. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I get what you're saying. I, th- I think for me, it's more, I don't feel guilt. I don't know if guilt or shame is the word. Because like you said, we're human, right? Like I I think disassociation and detachment is a part of the human experience, but I feel bad that I'm not feeling good. I Like, think about... Well, it. disassociation is, a, is like a coping mechanism, too. For real? Mm-hmm. When you have to disassociate. I mean, if you think about the shit, like, just from organizing that we see mm-hmm. on a daily basis, like, that is so normal to us. Like, that's not normal. Yeah. That's not, like, what society or, like... What shit should be like? You feel me? I think I'm using disassociation in the wrong context, though. Because I was talking to Khadija about this, and she was like, yeah, this." I was telling her that I feel that, well, maybe I'm not conscious of the fact that I'm coping. You know what I'm saying? Because you said yeah. disassociation has, it's a coping mechanism, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe I'm not conscious of the way in, w- in which I'm coping. But it's wild, because like, even so, like, last week we had, like, what would be considered a benefits concert, nigga, because... Yeah. <laughs> like, big ass uh, yeah like, like and I'm huge hu- huge yeah we last week we sold out complex which is uh, a venue in Oakland for which folks. is a venue in Oakland and it's like a it holds a thousand people in uh we have an artist from out here all black shout out to all black who shout out to you bro yeah <laughs> all black is my cousin he we knew that we wanted to do a concert for the low for the city of Oakland and then shout out my homie Ari, really good guy over at Empire. He was like, y'all should all proceeds should go to People's Breakfast. So I ran an idea by Black, who's also been out there, right? Like mm-hmm. who's been to like two or three programs and like really been in the field with us and like really gotten dirty. Like I know how busy this man is. So for him to like pull up, I know that he really, he believes in what we're doing for the community. I know that Oakland means a lot to him. So yeah, anyway, we did this fucking benefits concert. I haven't even wrapped my head around it yet. Like, we raised hella money, like, for the program, <laughs> which is... go straight to the people. Yeah, 
like I'm juiced about that, but then it's like I'm also like I feel like I should be more happy about that. And yeah. all the other great things that I have going on in my life. My my yeah. health. I was thinking about yeah. the same thing too. Like <laughs> Yeah. Not to like yeah, just like I have hella shit going well for me. Things that I like wanted to be doing, what I said I would be doing four years ago. Like I'm niggas are it. living their dreams right now, right? Like yeah. you think about all the things you wanted to do. I remember last year, me and you were both stressing Stress about the fuck out. It was literally around this time last year, it nigga. Was, yeah. We were stressing about jobs. You had just applied for the position at Cal and I had just quit my job. I don't know if I had just quit, but I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit my I had just quit and I was like applying for some shit. I don't know, some situation. But me and you were both pretty much out of work and we were in limbo about that shit. And we like had this desire to do the things that we love to do and here we are doing them, but like shit still ain't right. Which is probably like nigga a great fucking segue into one of the topics we want to talk about today was like suicide and depression, right? Because yeah. in like celebrities, oh, fuck, I can't remember uh, the guy who passed away today or yesterday. Bourdain, I want to say is his name. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Hold on. Um, I'm like 99% sure it's Bourdain. Anthony, Anthony Bourdain. Um, he was a celebrity chef and like amongst other things that he did. But I've like I don't know that much about him. I'm pretty sure I've saw a show before, but like I've just been seeing he just the, traveled and Yeah, I've been <clears throat> excuse me. I've been seeing a lot of like the tweets and stuff and a lot of the stuff on the internet. Like people are like sending their condolences and like, you know, super um affected by his death. And I but I've also like seen stuff where people are like suicide is a coward like I guess trigger warning for suicide. Um uh, is it content warning? Trigger warning Content warning. Yeah. yeah. Um content warning about talk about suicide. Uh, I've seen stuff where people are like, people who who it's not commit suicide, right? Is that what pass by suicide. I, I usually say, yeah, pass, I don't want to say by suicide. I don't want to like, say commit took their own life. Yeah. because like commit yeah, usually can like imply like commit a crime. Yeah, it implies like commit some is form just of like yeah, it's not a word that you want to use. That's why yeah. I'm trying to check myself on that. Um, people who pass by suicide, especially celebrities, right? It's like what did you what, what do you have to be sad about? Like nigga, we're living proof. Neither one of you of our neither one of us are celebrities. We're sitting here talking about how. We have all these great things going, but for but for some reason we still feel these what would be considered negative emotions, right? Right. Yeah, and a, a lot of it I think has to do not to go like too far into the deep end, but a lot of it has to do with like a lot of these things, these lot a lot of these perspectives of what of what success is is constructs, right? Like mm-hmm. when we were fucking hunter gatherers and shit, like the shit that we strived for, niggas still felt these emotions, but we didn't have these like constructs of like fame and money and all this shit, right? So, like, these are things that we created that weren't natural. Capitalism you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, these weren't natural. So it's okay for us to feel these natural emotions even though we have these constructs that are supposed to make us happy, quote-unquote happy, right? It's wild, bro. I hope yeah. that makes sense. No, I made sense. I mean, it's just like, I feel like this is yeah. like... It's us processing, too. Yeah, like, like, I'm, like, trying to work through my emotions (laughs) on a podcast, nigga. But, I mean, I think people probably have similar feelings if we're having it. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially with, like, suicide is criminalized in a lot of, like, mental health is criminalized. You know, it's like they send you to, you know, John George or some shit. Cops, you know, use 5150 as an excuse to sometimes, like, pretty much lock people up. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. And and mental health is a big, it's a big uh, issue. In our community and in every community, you know, especially um, just like looking at the rates of depression, the rates of like suicide and and also like a concept that I use is like slow suicide, too, in some ways, like, you know, doing things that are like slowly killing yourself, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But I think mental health is something that shouldn't be criminalized. It shouldn't be the stigma around it, you know, like 
people were saying some wild shit like, oh, he's so selfish. You know, nobody knew what he was going through. You feel me? And, and in that moment, you know. Yeah. It's, it's so, like, it baffles me how we live in this time of, like, political correctness and awareness. But, like, when it comes to mental health, it's still not getting the light shined on it that it deserves. Well, I think, I think it's 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 it gets, it's starting that, to yeah, but also I think there's not enough action like that follows behind it, right? Like, yeah. I think people talk about oh, check on your strong friend, do mm-hmm. this, do that. Like, there's help out there, but how, are people really it's, living it's that? It's hard, bro. Like, it is hard as fuck. I mean, <laughs> even me and you had a conversation thought, right. the other day, right? Where yeah. it was like, not the other day, yesterday, when I was like, I know that we have both been going through some things. We probably needed to talk about our our current mental state. And I told you like before I called you, I was nervous. Yeah. Like I'm like fuck. I don't am I overstepping boundaries? Am I gonna spark something inside of him or myself that like makes us end up lashing out at one another, or or just like makes this snowball pop off with things get worse? So like I, you know, fortunately we do have a relationship to where we can like talk to each other and like be vulnerable and stuff. Right. And yeah, that is hard for people to step into that space. It's hell, especially hard. black men. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's probably you know that's probably a. Uh, like what I was telling you yesterday, that's one of the first times I feel like I was that open with another like black man. I, I was, I told you I have like a first few, second, yeah, you know, I, I have a, a few, I have a few friends. I think me and Dust, like me and I talk to Dust with like a level of vulnerability, and this is yeah, I have a level of vulnerability with him that I haven't really experienced with too many men. I think a. I would say a lot of my close friends, I would say a lot of my close male friends, you know, like, you know, I'm all, um, I feel like we have this certain level of vulnerability, but it's still like, I feel like we still haven't fully removed that veil, right, to where like niggas, it's like the kind of conversation that me and you had yesterday. I feel like sometimes yeah. I hold my tongue with shit, you know? Yeah. But like yesterday was the first time I was like fully transparent, not first, but like it was the first time in a long time I felt that I was truly transparent with one about like, okay, this is how I feel. Yeah. How do you feel? Let's unpack this shit and work through this shit together under with an understanding of like you know we might not reach the answers that we're looking for today, but let's at least fuck, let's at least um have, have these conversations. Conversation. Yeah, yeah, because I mean it's even you know you people just tweet out like oh here you know I've I've tweeted it out too before you know just the suicide help hotline, but it's like it's one thing to do that and it's another thing to like actually support people who are going through some crazy ass shit. Not to say crazy. As like ableist yeah. go through some wild, you know, people going through some wild things, and it's like, I feel like it's almost been, it's I feel like mental health now is almost like this trendy thing. It's yeah. almost like a cute thing, but it's not like that shit ain't cool. You feel me? Like I've I've had suicidal thoughts since I was a little ass kid. Yeah, I thought I was, you know, for a lack of a better word, I thought I was crazy. Yeah, you know, I was like, why am I having these thoughts? Yeah, at a like young ass age, to even you know, I still have some sometimes. Yeah. You know, and it's like. Just having to get yourself outside of that mind mindset sometimes, you know. It, but like, yeah, Ari was Ari had tweeted that shit earlier. He was like, not to sound cliche, but like, you know, I feel um, that people only talk about suicide and mental health when there are situations like Bourdain's, like after a death, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's a scope on it, and like people are just vulnerable, and you can just fucking. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? You can prey on people's vulnerability. Like, okay, I know this is what's hot right now. Like, fucking, it's wild, especially on Twitter, right? Like, where we where retweets are like seen as fucking capital. I guess like right, it's like wow, <laughs> yeah, a, a affirmation or whatnot, or like a validation of thoughts and intelligence. 
um, you'll see that a lot today. I'm like, bro, like, if you're not constantly, and I'm not trying to be on a holier than thou or, like, say that there's a standard for what makes you a real advocate for mental health. But, like, my nigga, if you're only talking about it when someone's passing away from suicide or when someone's having a nervous breakdown, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and you're not out here, like, actively. It's a daily thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a daily, it should be a daily practice. Yeah. And I think that's why relationships are important. How, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, I feel like a lot of people these days, like, their relationships become transactions for people under capitalism. I feel like people just look at your resume and determine how they can treat you. Ask what you're doing and how they can treat you. You feel me? Like, yeah. people are like, oh, what can they get from you rather than, like, actually being genuine? And be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so I feel like a lot of relationships these days, everybody chasing that, chasing that clout <laughs> yeah. in a certain type of way where it's like, we're not act, like, I don't know. That's something I feel like I've noticed. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like my relationships, my relationships like are, are very genuine. Well, probably but some of them. Some not of all them, of them. Not all of them. And like maybe from <laughs> your end, you feel like it's genuine. Yeah. But like, uh, man. Other people might have other intentions <laughs> Agendas and shit. We live in a. It's a wild time to be alive. Every I feel like every generation has had their stresses and shit, you know? I'm thinking about, I just, on a lighter note, I'm thinking about what Oprah was like whenever she thinks about how hard she thinks she has that she reads some slave shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know why it's so funny to me. Because she a billionaire, like, oh. But, like I, like, I get what she's saying, but, like, nigga, you can't be saying shit like that. Like, you're right, Oprah, like, slaves had it fucked up, but, like, nigga, emotions are fucking, you know, it don't matter how you feel your shame, it don't matter how you feel your, your guilt, it don't matter how you feel your your fear or your sense of worthlessness, you know, that feeling is, is not what it, not, fuck, I don't know where I'm looking for, that feeling is real to you, no matter how it comes, so Oprah was basically saying, like, to check her emotions, Yeah, she reads and she, she uses reads. trauma, yeah, she goes back on how hard our fucking, uh, ancestors had it what episode of hella black is this we just yeah, talked yeah we just that was like a whole little intro we was we just we was talking we're just like all right what's well, we'll it recording you are actually now getting like the people listening to this you're getting in tune to like this is like hella black this is our conversations this ain't some shit that's performed this ain't some shit that's just typed up this is just real you what episode me? is this it's episode 17 bro you a lie i swear to god i don't believe it put it on jehovah yeah, this is episode 17, because last episode was episode 16. Was I want to give a shout-out to my <laughs> my cousin, White Dave. Y'all should check out his music. Just Apple, Spotify, Tidal, SoundCloud, White Dave. Um, he's been engineering our, our, um, our sessions and providing us a space to record uh, these last two episodes. So, yeah, check out White Dave. Yeah, shout-out out to out his the... Music. What's it called? Mad Out Future. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but they uh, made a shirts for People's Breakfast Oakland. Oh yeah, you feel me? So check their uh, check their clothes out. They got some dope ass dope ass clothes. So you go check them out. Mad Out Future. If you just Google it, you feel me? Follow them on Instagram. You feel me? They they just tapping in with the community and, and helping us out with People's Breakfast Oakland. You feel me? If you want a shirt too, DM me. You feel me? We got them for Dove Five. That's twenty five. You know. You know it's. What I've been thinking about is like, and now me and you haven't had this conversation, but I've been thinking about like, damn, I low key want to make hella black episodes longer, but I'm also fearful that people won't listen to the full episodes because like, 
I don't listen to podcasts, but like over the last two weeks or whatever, I've been fucking with Joe Rogan experience. And, you know, he has some shit that I fuck with. He has shit that I don't fuck with. Because at the end of the day, bro, is a white male, <laughs> a straight white male. So it's like he got some politics, you know, not to say that my politics are all the way there, but like he got some shit that he be saying. I'm like, yo, my nigga, especially his his view on like how poverty shapes people and shit. And his like he kind of has that like. The one of the things I don't fuck with about him is like that pull pull yourself up by your bootstraps Bootstrap. mentality. I don't yeah. fuck with that. But regardless, his his podcast is dope as fuck, and that shit gets hella hits, hella views, and they're like long form. So I'm like, ooh, can we make some long form hella black podcast shit? We I mean, usually don't have the time, we right? We could, but we like, just usually don't have the time, and the studio situation hasn't always been. Our studio session is not the same anymore. So like, we really could make. This episode, I don't know if right yeah. now is the time, but I would like definitely to get some feedback from um, some listeners. Like, yeah, y'all should make these episodes longer. So, this is how we gonna I've know. Heard I've heard that from some people. Okay, well, this is how we gonna know if motherfuckers yeah. say we should make this longer. Let us know. This is the people's uh, if podcast, if we don't man. get at least twenty. So we get like we <laughs> average like what two thousand views in between our new uploads or whatever. So if two thousand people are actually listening to this fucking podcast and at least twenty folks don't at you saying. Oh, y'all should make the episodes longer. Yes, I agree with that. Then we know these niggas not even listening past how long have we been recording? Like the ten minute mark? Yeah. <laughs> if twenty motherfuckers don't add you and say that, I know you niggas not listening past the ten minute mark. <laughs> Taylor, you don't count because you listen to the full fucking episodes. <laughs> Taylor Crumpton, let's be specific. You don't count because I know you listen to all our episodes. And shout out to all the people who be tweeting about it using that hashtag Hello Black Podcast. You know, tweeting along while they. Alexis doesn't count because she listens to all the fucking podcasts. For sure, don't count. Khadija probably doesn't count either. That's all I could think of. I'm going to ask you because I don't listen to our podcast, but I might <laughs> listen to this one. I actually, yeah. I listened sometimes. Last one I listened to just because we was hella drunk. So I was yeah, just, I you know. I to make sure I didn't say anything <laughs> Proof checking. Or, you know, that paternity in politics. It was a good episode. I was so fucking drunk. I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and say that right now. I'm actually fairly sober right now. I am very sober. But people don't understand. Like, we came across opportunity to record. And I had already been out all day. I'm like, nigga. I can do this in my sleep, but also, I know I'm not gonna say nothing dumb. But I don't know if my I don't know how I'm gonna be slurring my words. <laughs> like, I just don't know if I'm gonna be jumping around. Right. Like, I'm gonna prove valid points, but they might not be consistent. I was so wasted, but it ended up turning good. You know, that's hella black. So make sure you like us on SoundCloud. Subscribe on iTunes. You feel me? If you subscribe on iTunes, right when we upload it, you feel me? It gives you a notification. Give us that five star review. We trying to grow. We trying to build. And tap into that Patreon, you feel me? Patreon.com slash HellBlackPod. When you support us on Patreon, really, like, you're supporting us as people and as organizers, you feel me? It's more than just this podcast. So, like, you feel me? Tap in with that. That, you know, that would mean a lot, you feel me? We try to get as many episodes as we can. Better pay up. But sometimes, you know, it's, it's hard to get episodes in when, you know, we're we doing this movement work as well, right? We ain't just... We ain't just podcasting. <laughs> Not just moving. We ain't just patroning. Niggas have actual job. You feel me? We're working. Family. All that. You and know. you know what's dope? I don't know the read. I don't know nobody from the read. But I know they doing a live podcast tomorrow at the Fox Theater. And it, nigga, the Fox ain't cheap to rent. Trust me. It ain't. They getting bands in. I don't, you know, I ain't no pocket watcher. But I just want to say, <laughs> I just want to shout them out right now. I don't know if I should shout them out because I don't know their politics. But as podcasters, I think what they're doing is hella dope. Yeah. They're holding a live podcast at the Fox, Fox Theater. Theater. For those That's that don't big. know, the That's Fox Theater is like the second biggest venue in Oakland next to the Oracle. Bro, if we in the Hey, bro, I'll give it I'll give it 2 years, bro. We finna be in the Fox. I'll give it 2 years. Uh, I don't I'm know if we're going to make that much money. If we work it, if we do in the Fox, 
unless it's crowdfunded, that means we didn't took some type of deal. Keep it all the way <laughs> with you. We got big Wells, sponsors, Wells uh, Fargo sponsorship. Fuck Wells Fargo. <laughs> we probably got some type of sponsorship from, like uh, you said, there's no ethical nah, consumption under capitalism. There's a lot of, uh, no, nah, but it's, it's why I'm saying tapping our Patreon is because I see a lot of these quote unquote uh, leftist podcasts. That's crowdfunded. By, That's what I'm saying. That's by, crowdfunded. Yeah. I fuck with that. Yeah. But by like white men or non-black people. By white men. You yeah. You me up on this. Like, and they have all these patrons and shit. I'm just like, you know, oh, we got, we got a lot of patrons, you feel me? But I'm seeing some of these, uh, some of these people's making a hundred thousand dollars a month off their podcast for having so-called leftist views. And I'm like, nigga, yo shit. I listen to your shit. That shit ain't even that cool. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like it's the politics ain't even on point. So it's like, you can support some shit like that. And I guess it makes sense. Cause this is where, <laughs> politics is that but just tap in you feel me with black podcasters you feel me we don't get the support that that white folks and non-black people get you feel me so tap in with the patreon.com or don't tap in. Black you. if you don't yeah. fuck with us then you know you can stop listening right now bro my nose is legit <laughs> running right now i have bad ass you, you got the henny nose right now <laughs> no this ain't no fucking hennessy nigga this is pure allergy like i don't know what's going on bro this is sick if any of the listeners out there deal with allergies, y'all know this shit is not cool. I know what you mean, bro. I, I got allergies. It's depressing. Shit. Yeah. Like when your eyes just be fucking watering. I don't even get. I don't even get like the itchy eyes. I get hives and like itchy skin, and then I also get congested or like how can I not breathe through my nose? But it's running at the same exact time. How is it opened and closed at the same exact time? I don't get it. Let's shout out uh, Shira. Shout out Shira. Yes, yeah, my cousin. She's graduating this week. She just graduated. You feel me? That's Shout out good. to my cousin Shira. You feel me? She got music too, Shyan G. Tapping her music. She one of the dopest uh, women MCs in the Bay, I would say. Definitely in the town. She got bars. Tapping with her music. E. So we got a good episode. We just gave y'all like a whole little intro episode. But I hope y'all fuck with it. Hopefully it wasn't weak. <laughs> I don't even care if it was weak. I won't listen to nah, it. No, it was cool. It, matter. it was cool. Uh, he said, I ain't finna listen to this <laughs> shit anyways. Fuck these niggas. Fuck, nah, fuck y'all, black fuck podcast. me. Yeah. Hella black podcast week. Fuck them niggas. Yeah, I don't niggas. fuck with them niggas. That nigga Blake don't crack. I don't fuck with that nigga. I swear to God, if uh, I see that nigga. Alright. <laughs> Alright, but we finna talk about, you know, so in Oakland and Alameda County, Bay Area, I mean, this is something that's going on throughout the country, but there's this big old movement to quote unquote elect a progressive uh district attorney. So we're seeing some of that in Oakland with Pamela Price. She lost. Um you know, but we want to talk about that, but also how, like, big money is going into, like, this reformist-ass movement. So how a lot of, like, this Black Lives Matter movement, we talk about a lot, has been essentially co-opted by the power system, by the liberals, you feel me, by the conservatives in a, in a way, too. Um, but, yeah, so we're also going to talk about, you know, some of these blue check activists and shit. You know, some of these niggas with uh, coming to cities telling Nigga, people don't you got a blue check? Organize. I ain't got no blue check. Oh. Uh. But even if I did, I wouldn't be a blue check activist. Who knows? That blue but, check might change things. Hey, I'll give you permission, bro. I'll My nigga ain't got I, a blue check, and he ain't no blue check he activist. He ain't no blue check activist. So, yeah, but I, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. I think with this whole, it's like, to touch on the whole, I just want to, I don't know Pamela Price. I don't got anything negative to say about her. So let's just clear that right. I don't know I don't know enough about her to speak negatively on her. Right. So I'm not, this isn't about Pamela Price. This is about reform as a whole. Um Reform as a politics. Yeah, I don't know how. I just, I don't know what progression in an oppressive system looks like. Like, what is what what does that look like, bro? Like, how do you how do you reform 
an oppressive system. Like, what what does that even mean, bro? Because if the system is no longer doing what it's supposed to do, that's not reform. That's revolution. So you know, and I mean, people want Negro slave catchers. Yeah, the basically, so it's like it's it's for <laughs> folks who the system is working for, right? Like reform is like if the system is working for you, let's make it shake. Oh fuck, I hate. Oh God, I'm pissed right now. But I think what is bothered me the most is how so many quote-unquote revolutionaries are you know just backing district attorneys as a policy then you ain't a revolutionary you feel me what how, makes like you, oh that makes you an op your actions make you revolutionary right not your th- not what you type not what you say your actions make you revolutionary i'm a, I'm a firm believer in judging people by what they do not what they say because mm-hmm. you can say things 24 7 what are you doing fam right so a lot of this like work that was going like people are spending time putting resources putting hundreds of thousands of dollars into like trying to elect district attorneys like and it's so what's so wild to me is it's like people talk about like oh yeah i'm a rev like i, I believe in revolution i believe in all this and that but how can you be a revolutionary and spend your time trying to put a district attorney into office and then you know like there is no good da that's like saying there's a good slave catcher there's no good yeah. police officer. so that's 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 there ain't what, no good cop all cops yeah. are pigs you feel me all cops are a part of this racist capitalist system all district attorneys no matter quote-unquote how progressive they are they're still a district attorney their primary job is to lock and incarcerate black people into the fucking prison plantation system to make hell of fucking money for the capitalist system. You feel me? So yeah. whether you're black, white, brown, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you quote-unquote progressive, even if Pamela Price did get elected, shit, niggas is still gonna be in jail. She's still gonna be locking niggas up because there's more than one district attorney. Yeah, she's the head DA, but, you know, there's ADAs that have their own agendas. Yeah. There's judges. You feel like... You know, I think it's important that... um <laughs> Mandatory sentences. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I, I think it's important that we meet people where they are on this podcast, right? In the sense of, like, we're trying to get most... Because imp- I think there are a lot of black folks that buy into what Pamela Price is doing and others like Pamela mm-hmm. Price. Again, this is no... I'm going to say this one last time. This is not a slight towards Pamela Price. So that's my last time saying that because people might use what you... You know... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going... Yeah, I know I you're not. Even, you're you're yeah. going at the system I'm and the theory. About trying to system yeah, so it's like... The thing is, I'm trying to meet people where they are because there are black folks that buy into this. Like, they're the same black folks who thought that, like, if we pulled our pants up and we started acting a certain way, talking a certain way, dressing yeah. a certain way. Go out that, your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, if you if you reform the black, what it means to be black, you'll be okay. But it's been proven over and over again. My nigga MLK got knocked down in a suit. You feel what I'm Malcolm saying? Malcolm got knocked down in a suit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you could be whatever you want to be. <laughs> your skin is what determines how you treat it for the most part. You know what I'm saying? So... To me, uh, it's just this whole, like, reform thing, bro. Like I said, it's important we meet people where they at because I don't want us to come off as, even though we are angry, I think people try to, uh, fuck, what's the, what's the word? Invalidate? Is it? Yeah. People try to invalidate your stance point, your, your, uh, your, your, your viewpoint your viewpoint when you're angry. It's all these niggas just mad because what you're saying right now is fact, period, point blank. So I'm going to go meet people where they at, bro. Like you said. When you f- I, it's both. Yeah. Because I think there's also people who know exactly what they're doing. And some people just want to have black I'm, America I'm talking, that I'm, is black heads of America. But like some, there are some there black are some folks who really who don't know any, who don't yeah. know, who don't know anything, who are just like, bro, I don't fuck with this. And people capitalize you know? off that. People cap like them nation niggas, bro. People like, will capitalize off. I be of seeing some of my niggas looking at some of this like this fucking, like reposting these Umars and fucking Setis and shit. I'm like, y'all, I know what you want, and I'm talking about not Seti. Well, I know what Seti and Umar them type of niggas want, but I also know what like other black folks want like black folks really want peace and fucking liberation and mo you know like they don't want any form of supremacy but like these these type of niggas be wanting black cishet 
supremacy. You know what I'm saying? Like black male supremacy type shit. Like that's not what niggas is looking for in this movie. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to gauge that because a lot of niggas don't know. A lot of niggas ain't up on game. A lot of niggas is not as informed as the people who are pushing these messages. So like you got right. people out here thinking like, and you broke it down to us. You broke it down to I think something that folks should be under should be able to understand. Backing a black DA is like backing a black overseer. You know what I'm saying? Like back, right. we it's take like, this, oh, we need more black cops that we, will stop killings. Like y'all do understand, <laughs> y'all do understand the purpose and the function. You of had a these. black, he had a black DA with Freddie Gray. Black cops, black judge. What happened? Okay, now there are some people who might not know if, who Freddie Gray is. I'm just thinking about second reference. Right. Can you go into detail about that just a little bit? Not yeah, too just much. Off the top, yeah, Freddie yeah. Gray was murdered. Um, Baltimore, I believe. Um, yeah, I think it was back or spine. He was hit so hard in the spine that yeah, and he was like still like thrown into a car and shit, right? Yeah, thrown yeah. into a paddy wagon, yeah. and all the it was mostly black cops involved. It was mostly so there goes, was there, goes your, there goes your we need more black judge. cops. Okay. So like, what the fuck? We need more black cops. We need no more black district attorneys. That's that's why this these movements for it's black not DAs, the skin, get, it's the it's the position, right? That's why they get so the much clout the system, and they get so yeah. much support, and there's so much money being poured into it is because it's actually building the system. Yeah, like it's intersectional imperial, imperialism. You feel me? It, it looks good when the white man don't have to do the job. I think I think yeah, that's <laughs> if what a I'm black st- person doing it like Obama dropping bombs. Everybody think it's cool. If I was in a, a I was in a, I was in a barbershop. I was in a barbershop you know? the other day, and they was like, "See, like we need more niggas like you to be cops." I I I was disrespected, but I got it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was I was really disrespected, but I also understood what they were saying because they think that people can change systems. Ain't that many? And that's what y'all gotta understand. Like if a person is is changing the way a system works, that's not reform. It's revolution, nigga. Come on now. If the system is not doing what it's designed to do anymore, that's not reform. You, you're in the process of revolution. You're in the process. And, and we know every revolution, every revolution, there's bloodshed. And <laughs> going and voting is not bloodshed. <laughs> they don't even want us to vote anyways. You know, so it's just a, you, you know, you can vote to change some things locally. I'm not going to dismiss that. Shout out to Cat Brooks. I'm going to vote for her city of Oakland because fuck Libby Shaft she a fascist terrorist pig anyways you know but it's like we have to be really clear about our message and what we're sending our messages and it's it's really sick to see so many of these people who do know better go behind and like start sponsoring these DA campaigns like how the fuck do you do like like ABC for example you know I'm gonna speak on it like how do you go from prison divestment to fucking wanting to sponsor Pamela Price the same niggas that put motherfuckers in prison I'm so confused I'm, like, I'm so confused. Like How do you that? go like, from di- <laughs> prison divestment to endorsing someone that sends people to prison? The job, okay. And no. people, that's I mean, people want power at the end of the day, and and that's why you people judge that's niggas why by say, what they do and not right. what they say. Election season is always very. Uh, it's a moment of clarity for me because I'm able to see where's people, where people's politics truly are. Election season really shows people's true colors, and I see a lot of y'all niggas' true colors. Over here, just wanting to be black overseers and get a six-figure paycheck while your people are still hurting. Do you blame them though? Yeah, these like, n- niggas don't got the power. Uh, nah, I get it. I'm talking about niggas who do know. You feel me? Like niggas. No, who, I'm, so, so I'm saying yeah. like, I, like, I mean, I I get it, bro. Like, you know, if you was you was like, I'm looking at this snake. If you a snake, you a snake. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I get why niggas be. I don't, I don't respect it, but I understand it. Like a lot of these niggas ain't built for what we do, bro. It take a, it take a lot. 
to have the kind of revolutionary stance and the fucking do the shit that we do, bro. To have values, to have morals, to have that shit, politics, to have in principles, In a world, in a reality that's not where you don't have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. And I don't that's respect why. it, but I get it. That's why I don't, you know, even uh, I had an issue. I know some people was talking, I was talking about on Twitter is, uh, you know, I'm at this nigga, Sean King. Like, he was coming to the town saying, you know, preaching on this progressive district attorney and talking about, oh, how we need to make changes through district attorneys. And I quoted his shit. I was like, bro, don't come to the fucking town and tell niggas what, what to do without even talking to people who was doing the work in Oakland. You know what I'm saying? He like, was invited, though. That's what that's that's his words. You know, he set that shit up. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, like, I don't know. Nothing, how do you how do you yeah. come to the, you know, another city and tell people how to how to make change when people are fucking making change? That's and you're not even shit. engaging. I mean, <clears throat> you're not even engaging with the people. You that's some white shit. White it's white like, folks always telling people how to how to make change. Never mind. Speak. I just man, I don't. It's it's wild when you see. Folks stepping into communities that they're not from, nor have the same experiences of that community, and tell them how to fix problems that they kind of a part of. That's some like ivory tower. Slash That's just nuts. Like slash, you know, we like, in this problem because of you, and on top of that, you haven't lived my experience, and you're telling me what. That's like if we was at people's breakfast, telling motherfuckers what to do. This is how y'all need to leave us live as houseless folks. We ain't houseless. This is how you organize your. This is you know what I'm like. It's nuts, bro. That's we, we listen to people like they're like, all right, we need some liquid soap. All right, we finna bring liquid soap next time. It was kind of a struggle getting liquid soap because all them caps came off, but that's what they asked for. So you feel me? That's what we finna do. But I just, just like, I never understood the person who tells the people that they serve and what they need to do. That's why these these uh never these blue check never these will. people with these big followings. You know, I mean, you know, they they use their their platform for liberal. To be a to be a conser- I mean, a lot of it's conservative. Like, it's not even progressive. People, you you know, call out the word progressive now to meaning progressive means oh we have a we have a black district attorney going for justice. Oh, there's a rev like this some somebody I think it was Sean King. He said there's a revolutionary DA in Philadelphia. Like what That's the like fuck is a revolutionary, revolutionary DA? Owner. You're a revolutionary fucking slave seller. That's what you gotta man like. I think a lot of people it's an don't see. Block. That's what the fucking district attorneys yeah, but are I, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think a lot of folks don't see the direct correlation between slavery and capitalism. People don't understand that capitalism was the system that was designed to replace slavery. A lot of folks don't understand that, right? So it's the like foundation of capitalism in this country was slavery. Yeah, so it was chattel slavery and colonization exactly. of indigenous people's land. A lot of people don't see that though. A lot of people can't see that connection. A lot of people don't see the same structures and the same hierarchies and the same kind of positions, right? This so, is America. Yeah, like a lot, a lot of <laughs> bro, be cool. <laughs> Ah, uh, fuck. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't see that. So, I. It's damn near mind boggling, bro. It's frustrating. It's like, oh god. But I think a lot of people do know, and they make active choices because they want. Who like the people the in power know? Not people in not power. not the but masses. But even some of these some of these activists too, though. Like, so I, I would consider activists a person with power. You have power over your community. You have influence over your community. So that's what I mean by people in power. Not so much motherfuckers like. You know, government. You know, I mean, like right. more like we have power. Like we can start saying some wild shit on Twitter and then around our friends and niggas that believe it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by people in power. People with influence. I influence, think. Influence, yeah. I think most people with influence. We ain't got no systemic power. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, we could as two black cis as two cishet males, we can definitely run for some some positions. I would never do that, yo. I'd rather die. <laughs> I'm gonna say that right right here and now. I'd rather die than be a part of the problem. 
even though I am a part of the problem in certain ways, because I think, you know, Blake said it the other day, there's no ethical consumption amongst yeah, capitalism. I'm like, you know, I'll be vegetarian for most of the week, then I'll fuck around and go to Chick-fil-A on Saturday. <laughs> and I'm Somebody pretty sure was coming at me, I'm like, bruh. I seen I like John 316 on the bottom of an In-N-Out cup like two years ago. Yeah, they've they been having them. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, it's like hidden shit, bruh. I hope what we're saying is like effective, but I think over time I'll be able to like uh, express myself and my yeah. point of view more effective because I, I You're only get to talk. Bro. Yeah, I only get to talk about. I haven't been on Twitter, so I haven't been able to like formulate ideas as much yeah. as I would like to as as of late. Um, then I work in a predominantly white space, and I think I, I know some of my some of my colleagues listen to my. Um, I know, I know. You know what? I just made me think about something. What's like? Why do people use colleague instead of coworker? Does colleague sound more sophisticated? I don't know, niggas like. I noticed that in the nonprofit, big word, the big nonprofit words. sector, people use colleague a lot. But any, I used to just say coworker, then I got into like nonprofit. Yeah. So say, oh, it's my colleague. Anyway, I noticed like a lot of my <laughs> a lot of my coworkers. Some I'm pretty sure like a couple of them listen to my podcast. I fear that a lot is like because I know I say a lot of shit that could um, trigger like white tears. It's, you know, especially like. Um, uh, what did you call it? Insecure white folks or whatever, or like you know, super sensitive white folks. Yeah. Um, yeah, bro. The I just, ones that get red when you call out racism. Yeah, I know the kind of <laughs> kind of things that we say can hurt some feelings, but that's mainly because like I feel like I look to be when you like really want to be an ally, right? And like want to be better and like develop better politics and be a better person. You you look for opportunities for growth, and like growth doesn't come through like being reaffirmed. It comes from being checked. Not everybody was raised like affirm, this, bro. Affirm. Doesn't come from being affirmed. Like, we want to know check. how we're doing. We're the type of niggas like, all right, is this working? Like, is this good? Like, am I doing okay? Yeah. Like, is this, what can I improve on? Especially as a st- especially being in someone as like a, that's in a service role. Yeah. I think that's important. But yeah. But going back to like the DA shit, I think the shit that's so frustrating is just seeing how much money is poured into these quote unquote electing progressive district attorneys. Like when you have grassroots organizations like struggling for funding, you know, it's like, Half a million dollars was probably spent on Pamela Price's campaign. Imagine if that money went to like People's Breakfast Oakland or you know any organization that's doing yeah, people community work. People working. will go to grave limps to see the system still intact. I, if I was white, I'd donate a million dollars to Pamela Price. Because I mean, that's why she got that Soros money. Keep keep pushing my keep pushing my agenda, baby. I'm yeah, pushing. I'm donating. Work. I'm donating a hundred thousand to every DA in the nation. <laughs> keep the system in place, especially if you if you uh. Black or a person of color? Let's get it. What? I got 100 bands for you. What you need? Every time you touch down. I mean, they saw how well Obama did for the system. So they're like, all right, we need we need to get some more Negroes in the system. Nigga, Obama's skin color got him getting away with so much. It's so shit. bad, bro. Because I, honestly, I've been, you know, I get sent some of these uh, pamphlets, you know, or whatever. All this political shit because of its election year or whatever. And it's like, it was this, uh, it was this Latino dude running for mayor. I don't even know bro name. But his the front of the photo was Obama on it, and then on the very back was just all these black people who were uh, co-sponsoring him or endorsing him. So I'm like, these motherfuckers like really think just like. But there's probably there's probably a science to it. You see somebody you look like, you know, you like. All right, I'm associate him with uh, black people or some shit, right? But yeah. all the all all the propaganda that they was sent to me was like all black people endorsing this dude. I'm like, I don't know who this dude is, anyways. You know, so I'm like, damn, that's a whole nother thing. It's like they're trying to use, like, literally black faces. I mean, niggas think all skin fuck is kid fuck. You know? Yeah. So it's like they really are preying on black people, too. You know? And it's like if you see a black person, you, you know, you'll get comfortable with the pressure if it's coming out of a black person. 
people got real comfortable under Obama, and then Trump came, and now people are mad and not realizing like how Obama really built up this whole motherfucking system for Trump to use and to execute. Cause you can't think somebody that look like you would do you wrong. Right. All skin folk can't. Sh- shout, shout out, out to um, Mama and Zinga. She taught me that lesson. Yeah. That cow. Shout Mama out. Um, shout out Stephen from Django. <laughs> <laughs> What is that nigga doing on that horse? That's how. That's how. That's that's how I think of black DEAs, and black police officers, and black judges. Ugh, I need to be careful. My mom's a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck. I don't, yeah. She ain't no. She ain't no DA. Yeah. If I, I'll be like, yeah, I don't know. She shut, ain't no DA. Shut out your mama. Shut out my mom. <laughs> if she was a DA, I'll be fed the fuck up for her. Why is my nose still running 30 minutes into this episode? Uh, you this should see this nuts. nigga. He got a rag. Just picking his nose, bro. I ain't picking my shit. I'm damping my shit. Be, be cool. Be, please. Please chill. People with allergies can relate to this, though. Bro, I got allergies. I'm fucking with Apparently, you, you don't because you laughing and shit. You should definitely know that I'm being tormented right now. Period. Point fucking blank. I'm being fucking tormented. But this is Hell Black the Podcast, you know? And we live. In the rich. Recording. Noses running. As still fun. providing this fire-ass content. So, you know. Is our content really fire, bro? I hope so. I think it is. People act like it is. I thought I don't think we have as, we would have as many plays as we do have, as we have if people didn't fuck with the content. Yeah, I think people are fucking with it. What, hope, is some, I mean, what, is yeah. some, what are some areas of improvement you could see? Like some areas of improvement you see in Hella Black, like what 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 could we be better at? What could we be better at? People probably about y'all niggas stop probably being so recording drunk. more, recording more, like setting a schedule and like just getting sticking in the studio, it. sticking to it. Shit is hard. Putting bro. more time into it. Cause I feel like we both live lives, but like we have to be flexible. Yeah. Like there could have been something right now that came up, and I could hit you like, yo, I can't make it today. I mean, I thought I might have had to, cause my, you know, yeah. what I was telling you with the car, I thought it was my, no. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> That could have that could have happened, right? But it didn't. But yeah, definitely trying to get in the studio more, provide more content. Definitely want to get some more guests in. We just don't have the capacity or the capability to do that right now because we're in a different studio space. So we're just, you know, trying to figure that out. I definitely want to get more guests. Guests. I want to get Raquel Savage on the on the podcast so bad, bro. She, she is so fucking funny. But she's also, she be spitting some truth, especially around, like, us sex worker shit. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't been on Twitter a lot, but I, I fucking stumbled across her Twitter today, and she said some shit about, um, somebody said, a nigga had tweeted some shit about friends with benefits, <laughs> and, she, and the nigga was like, well, excuse me, I thought the benefit was sex, and she, I, don't, I just thought it was funny. She was like, "What's what What do you benefit from having sex with a man? That shit was funny to me. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was funny, but she also knows a lot around, like, policies and shit around, like, sex work, so, like, that's mm-hmm. somebody I want to have on the podcast. I want to have Ryan on the podcast bad. Uh, we had Keenan stop by for a little bit last time. I would like to see him on the podcast. Definitely. You know who sent me some shit that they recorded the other day? Who? Raj. Him and his homie, JB. I want to have JB on the podcast. Hella bad. No disrespect to Raj. Definitely want to have <laughs> Raj on the podcast. But JB Raj, is dumbass yeah, smart. Yeah. Raj is smart. But, like, JB is, like, when he was talking, um, not it was just, like, some of his viewpoints on certain things that I was, like, I would like to, like, I asked Raj, like, what does this nigga do for a living? Like, how is this nigga not one of, like, the most influential people under 30? <laughs> that nigga's hella smart. Yeah. Who are some folks you would like to have on a podcast? We haven't had Everybody Ant yet. Everybody said Ant. I want to have Ant hella bad, bro. I want to get my nigga left on it. That would be lit as fuck. Kaepernick. Yeah. 
Kaepernick. That would be dope. I don't know. Who? Let us know who y'all want to see on this podcast. We'll we'll tap in. You know, we don't got. You know, we ain't a we ain't a big ass podcast, but maybe people will fuck with us. You feel me? We're I know, nigga. I don't, we don't believe in free labor, but like niggas ain't got it like that. Yeah, we had bread. We be giving our bread out. So, you know, the niggas who can come <laughs> get on this podcast for the minimum, <laughs> fuck with your boys. Fuck with us. You know, we got some Hennessy and Patron on the rocks. No rocks, actually. Room temperature. Yeah, I love Hennessy. I don't know why. You know, Hennessy was like one of the first, uh, from what they say, uh, one of the first liquors to like openly market towards black folks. That's why niggas love it. Yeah, like go to like the, <laughs> That's I don't know if I want to say the, the 50s, too. but like you can look at like old ass magazines, old ass ads where you'll see black folks, um, on like black folks being targeted. Like you'll see black folks in the ads. You'll see like black folks in the commercials. So yeah, like I think. I mean, that goes back to what I was saying even about, like, the voter shit that was happening. Yeah. It's like you recognize somebody you look who look like you, and you associate yourself with that brand, yeah. almost. So, with Hennessy, is, you know, we call it dog water in the Bay. The first nigga I ever heard call that shit dog was that nigga Black. That was the first nigga I heard it call it. He for sure coined that. Call it, call it dog water. He needs a sponsorship. Nas got one, so I don't see why he wouldn't get one in the future. It's and it could happen. be like a whole. Let me shut up. I'm not gonna say this because I'm gonna use this for marketing. Yeah. <laughs> let me stop. I've said enough. I've it's said enough. too much. It's enough. We might even delete that part. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so we got we got game four of Warriors Cavs, and I was telling B, I'm like I'm hella fucking mad. We picked the wrong house to come to because my fucking aunt and my, all my cousins love the fucking Warriors, and we started talking about um, you know I I told my cousin uh, White Dave, I told him like yeah I'm, I don't know why I fucking picked today to come record the podcast when I'm in the house with all these Warrior fans. He was like, oh, you fuck with LeBron? I'm like, nah, I'm just a Warrior hater. He's like, nah, he said, I'm anti-Warrior. Hey, He's I'm like, anti- I'm anti-Black. I'm anti-Warrior. Yes. I'm anti-Warrior. <laughs> and it's, I started thinking about like, why? And I was like, man, I don't want to sound cliche because like, if you're from the Bay, you know like a lot of niggas, a lot of Black folks, a lot of Black folks don't fuck with the Warriors because of like the gentrification shit, right? Like you look yeah. up in the, I don't know gentrification is going on in every fucking uh, hood in America, right? But I, um, you just look at, like, the games, and you just look at, like... I know that tweet went viral the other day where it was just, like, after the game, they was playing Feeling Myself or whatever, all yeah, that shit. Yeah, bro, these white folks can't even... Uh, white folks. That was sick, bro. Yeah, Tasty-ass crackers. It's, it's it's pretty much anybody with non-black and brown skin out there. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. Say it. Because I feel like it's oftentimes uh, you get... When people say POC, they really mean, like, what, like... Asians... Uh, Latinos, Latinos, Latinx folks. Yeah, and like black, and you get like your Middle Easterns or whatever. I don't so even feel like POC. I don't I like, like being. People I don't say, like people say POC. I don't think it even includes black people. Black folks. Yeah, like I, I stopped. Honest. I stopped doing that. Like I'll I use black, earlier I am in this not podcast. Yeah. I am black. Earlier and in this podcast, person of color was something that was uh, started by black people. Woman of color that was started by black women, and then now it's like. Other people have wanted yeah. to intersect themselves in that. That's a whole other story. But. Yeah, but we was talking about, we were talking about like why I don't like the Warriors, and I'm like, man, it's, it kind of represents this new team. And like, shout out to, it's not the players' fault. Like, this ain't got nothing to do with the players. I think it's more of like, you know, like ownership and the culture. But it just represents the end of an era. Like, I played, um, yeah. I ran track and I played like basketball for, oh eight, uh. Oakland Powell, which is the Oakland Police Athletic League. I didn't know any better. I didn't make the decision on my own. I was forced into this. I would never do that now. Um, 
Yeah, I played basketball <laughs> for the feds. <laughs> I did. I played basketball for the niggas hey, that like to rape little bro. girls and oh. cover up murders and you know Kill all niggas, that shit. And yeah, drugs I played. For, I played for those niggas, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so we when I played for Oakland Powell, nigga, we used to get. My, you heard my you heard my cousin say it, we used to go to the games for free. Yeah, we would be all the way at the top, but nigga, it was free. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I just think, like the stadium used to not be as packed. You know, these niggas is leaving to San Francisco next year. They got a brand new stadium getting built. Frisco was hella gentrified, nigga. Like, Frisco is many. Yeah. Uh, Facts. I just hate them because it, like, it represents everything that I fight on a daily basis when I'm trying to go against this capitalistic patriarchy country. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's nuts. It's like to see. But there are still, like, some Warriors. Not still. There are many, feel me, Warriors fans who've been through the long haul. Like, bro, remember when they used to, like, shit. advertise, like, when Yao Ming, Yao Ming is coming to Oakland, come buy your tickets. Like, that's how when, bad the Warriors were. They used the to most, have to advertise, like, Kobe Bryant or Shaq coming to Oakland to get tickets. Like, And it just <laughs> sucks that the one time, they like, as soon as, not the one time, but as soon as, as they soon got as they good, good, niggas can't It marks, like, gentrification no shit popping off. Like, niggas yeah. can't even go to the game. Like, I went, I went to a Warriors game last year, but that shit cost me so much money for nosebleed seats, bro. Those lease seats, bro. I paid a pretty, I paid a pretty fucking penny. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like, I think it's not so much about the hoop. It's like everything. It's, it's about going, the culture. It just reminds me. Like yeah, you playing feeling myself, and it's you a see trigger. a bunch of white people there, and you don't see black people there because like, fucking Oracle used to be hella black and brown people in there. I remember as a kid, like going to games, and that's all you would see. Really, yeah. You wouldn't see too much white folks, and now it's like the only black people there is is the fucking security staff, the people cooking. And the niggas on the court. It's a trigger for me, bro. Like, I see all those all those white folks and shit, and it just reminds me of what's going on in Oakland. Like, It just reminds me we don't have shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was driving through the north the other day. Like, my whole family from North Oakland, right? And I was uh, I was driving through the north, and I seen, I had, I was coming up from San Pablo, and I passed by Lowell and Gaskill, and I seen these fresh-ass lofts. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I know them shits hit for hella much. Like, I know it costs arm and a leg to live over there and it's just like every time i see all these white folks in this space in this arena that was once home to so many that was like an oasis nigga damn near you feel me for like black folks it's just a reminder every fucking time bro and it just pisses me off and like my hope is like every time the warriors lose that the housing market goes down like that's like that's what i look at like oh maybe they make motherfuckers not want to live here type shit and i think what's it it might do that. Then moving to San Francisco, I don't know what's gonna happen, but like it's gonna cause. Cause like if you think about all the money it also does bring in to like East Oakland and people from East Oakland who will be working in the stadium and shit. Yeah, it's like now it's gonna be like economic working for pennies. You feel me? So it's like where people in the community are not gonna have those jobs that were there. Yeah. So it could also create. I don't know. It's going to create more issues. And the worst part is the Warriors always try to act so fucking progressive. Like, they'll have their town jerseys now that they stole from a black art, you know, black graphic design artist. You know, Steve Kerr tried to be progressive with his politics, you know. But at the end of the day, they're still moving to the city for that city money. The and they said, fuck the East Oakland. The bar is the floor for fucking You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nails, think about, like, Oracle's in Deep East. How many people from Deep East Oakland could afford to, uh, to go to the game? Now, probably more than, you know, 10 years ago because the Deep East is dumbass gentrified. They got these, um, yeah, they got these, like, apartments over there off, I think that's 66th or 65th. 
Um, and now they're doing the whole shit with the AC Transit off the UFO. What they doing over there? They like trying to build like a rail or some shit in the middle <laughs> on International, bro. A rail for what? Like a like a rail, bro, like a train rail or some shit. For BART? For AC Transit. Like they're going to have like, you know how the Muni is? Yeah. I think they're trying to build some shit like that off the UFO. Bro, put the world in rice. Put the fucking <laughs> water. Put Oakland in rice. Put the world in put rice. Put Libby Schaff in rice. I don't even know that much about Libby Shab. I just don't like her. She's just doing everything. I mean, you know how I was saying, like, like, I don't know shit about Pamela Price. I ain't yeah. going to disrespect. I, I just don't know about Libby. I'll disrespect the fuck out of Libby because, honestly, I think also, you know, we have all these evictions happening for poor houseless folks, right? And all these evictions have happened right when the final started. Oh, yeah. We need to clean the streets up. Right before First Friday, they're yeah. going to evict everybody because First Friday is now, it's different. It's white folks. So white folks don't want to walk by you know, houseless camps. So they literally cleared and evicted all of these, you know, houseless camps without near downtown them, Oakland. Without giving them somewhere without to go, giving them which no is housing. illegal in California. And that's part of, I'm going to say, it's part of the Warriors being in the championship. So part of me is also like, I wish they wasn't even in the championship. And I, I fuck with the Warriors. Yeah. You know, I, I'm like, part of me doesn't even want them to be in the championship because it's like, then you have these houseless people get in. Evicted, but also I think it's election season, and Libby Schaff is trying to say, "Oh, I'm, I'm the champion behind behind houselessness," just like how she's trying to talk about, "Oh, she gave ice, she told ice, or she told people that ice was coming." Like, nah, people in the community already knew that. Never mind, let me stop. Okay, I just need to go. I need a nap. I can't talk about Libby (laughs) Schaff. Fucking god, ugh, hella black. The podcast coming to you live. You feel me? Motherfucking direct. How many times have we, or how, how long has this episode been? I don't even know. Oh, I can check because I, I posted something an hour ago. Ooh, we here. It's an hour? Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's probably our longest episode that's been just for SoundCloud, you know? So I think, what do you think? Do you think we should move into this uh, Patreon exclusive? Or what? Yeah, I just want to say shout out to uh, all the beautiful black people out there. I want to say to white folks. Uh, if the Pay booth, up. If the booth, Pay up. If the booth fit where I consider myself. I want to be an ally to to, uh, to black women and black LGBTQ folks, and I want to be an ally to anyone that I have more privilege than. Right. So it's like when those folks from those spaces and those demographics check me, um, I don't do but, I don't do none of that shit. I just take their critique and I run with it and I ask them what do I need to do to be better, and then I I implement it because I really want to be better. So for white folks, when we hit, when we say some shit on here that triggers you. And you Makes know, you turn a little red. You want to take it personal. If you really consider yourself a fucking ally, you're gonna wear that boot. You're gonna tie it up. You're gonna tie. <laughs> you're gonna take what we say, and you're gonna be better. This is not for the faint of heart. This is not for white folks. Who uh, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm surprised I even gave 45 seconds to you, motherfuckers. <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and, and finish. This is not for the white folks who gonna take all this shit personal. If you want to be a better ally, listen to the people that you serving. And then do what they say. Uh, Facts. There's no such thing as an oppressive agenda, motherfucker. Thank you. So now, Patreon. if you want to get on to this episode, tune into our Patreon. We do every single episode. We do extended episodes straight for our Patreon or for our Patrons, you feel me, for fucking with us, you feel me. So if you pay $5 a month, you know, five McChickens, you feel me, you can become a Patreon or a Patron and you can support us and you get extended episode. Um, so please tap in with that patreon.com slash hello black pod or hello black podcast i don't know just search it on google it's gonna be there but like this episode repost it tell your friend tell your cousin 
subscribe on iTunes, and we're going to get into this Patreon exclusive. And we have help. We have a lot of Patreon episodes up there, too. Content that hasn't been released only on Patreon. So if you fucking with the Hellback campaign and you're trying to fuck with it, you know more than in. me, nigga. Shit, I thought all this shit was available <laughs> on SoundCloud. <laughs> the extended episodes are only on Patreon. Ooh. So if you you know if you want that uh, extended extended shit, you feel me? For so the we try to build our shit. For all our Patreons, our patrons, y'all should peep. Uh, we have an article that's gonna be published 